Hello, everybody, and welcome to Realist Pod in the Room. That's right, your number one uh, Enzo and Cass fan cast. That's all we do. That's all we talk about. That's all our episodes are named after. Uh, that's all the show note jokes are. That's the only jokes we tell. It's all Enzo and Cass all the time right here on a show within the show. Realist Pod in the Room from brought to your boys from Fight Forever. I don't, I don't have any Enzo and Cass jokes. I think I think uh, what we I saw can't. Monday night was the biggest joke. Am I right? I, I don't, I don't think that's funny. I just I can't find the funny in this anymore. I know it's this is not, a heartbreaking story. I know it's terrifying. It's well, it's the truth. I we're this. Oh, sorry, you heard it here, folks. There's no more jokes about Enzo and Cast. This <sighs> is our only. The episode's over. The podcast you know, is done. You know, I suddenly, I'm suddenly feeling less, less, less solid. I'm suddenly feeling like things have gone, oh, oh, like a, like a, like a, like, like, like like a pillowy surface. Like, what am I trying to say here? It's losing firmness. It's going flaccid. Yes. My life, my, I'm feeling, I'm, uh, what's that? What's wrong? Oh, it's what your arteries are doing. They're going soft. They're going, what was that? Oh, oh, oh no, I said it. Soft. Welcome to Fight Forever Podcast, the most fanciful podcast on the interwebs. Hey, we watch wrestling because uh, you probably don't, but that's cool. Maybe you should watch it. It's fun sometimes. Yes. Uh, I'm Zach. And I am Colin. And uh, this week we're running down Raw Smackdown, uh, the G1 and USA special. Uh, Our predictions for, goodness gracious, Great Balls of Fire... And of course, a favorite least favorite segment. Oh, ain't that nice? Yeah, you're, you're getting a lot here, yeah, boys and girls. We're gonna talk best stables, worst stables, best handlines, and everything that was wrong, and some things that were good with wrestling this week. Oh yeah. For the record, so, I have the best hands lines. Did you check I mean, that out? Look at that right there. I mean, I don't, mm. I, I don't tan. I. I I, I have two shades, and it's a nice dead blue, and then a nice beautiful lobster red. Well, you I know, have nothing in between. I put all my tan on my arms because I'm a farmer. So there we go. Congratulations. Favorite tan lines me. Yeah, for me, it's like, oh, hey, Colin, like, did 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 you die drowning this week? Or it's like, oh, hey, Colin, it looks like you got, like, you just boiled in the sun for days. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? It's that time of year again here in Texas where everyone dies when they go outside, so uh, I I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Yeah, uh, me neither, Earl Sweatshirt. I know. So, um, where are we starting with this thing? I guess uh, Raw? Yeah, we need to dive in because there's a lot of things there's we have a lot. to cover this here. Is a big, this is a big show this week. Lots of the wrestles. I mean, just think of the children. They only have an hour time to listen to, uh, and they'd spend their entire hour for podcast time for with us, you know? Well, it's if not, it's probably on YouTube watching Grand Theft Auto modders play Spider-Man, I don't know, murdering mm. SpongeBob. All these, all these kids are... It's weird. Yeah, it really does. For some reason, they watch all those videos of Shrek raping kids. Um, well, yeah, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Um... So on Raw, uh, all that I really want to talk about 
are uh, Joe and Brock Lesnar. Colin, give me five. They managed to not fuck this up. This is the coolest fucking match I've been so hyped for I am, in forever. I am like, I've got like a full chub. Dude, it is. I am so there. I was like half chub last week. And now it's like, oh, this is because you know what? They're treating this. It's just like, like a, a fight. Real it's fight. like a fight. There's no fucking story. The story is, I hate you. I'm going to fight you. I'm a better fighter. Let's fight for your fight title. And the other's like, nah, man, whatever. You're not that good a fighter. I don't even care that we're fighting. We're still going to fight, but I don't care. Let's fight. Like, that's amazing. This has been the most UFC WWE angle I think I've ever seen. And it, it, it worked. It's so good. I think that part of this was just out of Vince trying to prove that he's a better fight booker than Dana White. Yeah. And it's actually working. Yeah, because Dana's booking has gotten really weird. Cause, I know. Because, I mean, I like the idea. Okay, we've all seen the thing where I'm a two a two-time champion at the same time. That's cool. Whatever. Like, I get it. Your biggest guy has two titles. Sure. And I also like the angle where it's like, okay, we're going to send you to have fight out in other promotions. Again, cross-promoting. It's just weird that they stuck it all together. And, like, we haven't seen McGregor on TV. one guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I think this thing's a lot better where, you know, hey, let's just yell at each other for a few minutes every week and get people hyped for this shit. See, that works. Take take a a page from Vince's books, Dana. You don't got to work as hard at this. Do steroids. Don't work hard. Do steroids. Yes. That's like, just make your guys do steroids. No, and you, I mean you, Dana White, do steroids. Be like Vince McMahon yes. and, do, and fight. Fight and in do, your own company. Fight in your own company. Yes. And he, Oh, dude, all of his fighters would probably love that. You know, I think that Dana White, like, straight up hates his fighters. I think he just abuses the shit out of them. Uh, yeah, he probably would s- sits around scared in his office. Oh, what if one of them challenges me? <laughs> what if one of them wins the Royal Rumble and challenges me? Oh no, no, no. Dana, it 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 doesn't work like that. That's not how. Dana, you you don't even have a Royal Rumble. Uh, but what if they enter and then win the Royal Rumble and then they challenge me? Uh, it'd be too much money to say no. Oh, oh. what am I gonna do? <laughs> what would Donald Trump do? Oh, oh probably get elected uh, Dana White for president I'm so scared <laughs> what if I win <laughs> Dana White for president I'm the scariest man <laughs> I'm very frightened make America scared again <laughs> uh, not to be too political but uh, I think we're already there Colin <laughs> I'm very afraid <laughs> oh, 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 oh. going for that New Yorker demographic now aren't we <laughs> yeah, yeah we are <laughs> going straight over these little kids heads they're they're sitting here like what's a what's a Donald? <laughs> what's Don? I was gonna say Donald Duck, but I think the only thing less relevant than Joe Button to today's kids is Disney characters. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the fight of the year, Migos versus Joe Button, dude? I would. Okay, yes, that would be great. Who does Joe Button get to be his tag team? He doesn't. He's Joe Button. No, Colin. he's an old real G. Okay, he gets Slaughterhouse. That's his stable. Okay, so. I don't know Slaughterhouse. Uh, Royce De Five Nine and Crooked Eye are gonna be his tag partners. Okay, I I'm aware of Royce De Five Nine, so I've heard of that. 
That's a, okay. That is a yeah. freeway. That's a that is a six man tag. I would because pay money it's to see. old, like old dudes, legit angry old rappers who have never been relevant versus, versus three young rappers who are very relevant but don't like actually that like yeah. give a fuck. Then they're not actually that tough. No, like guys from Migos. I'm like, yo, guys, don't don't fight. You're gonna ruin your really expensive blouses. <laughs> those are some. Those are really good clothes. You got to turn those back in after yeah. these awards shows. Those are really good girls' clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some woman is going to love that shirt someday when you sell it. Uh, my God, that's right. BET Awards we gets our award for the best booked angle of 2017. <laughs> that's the match I want to see in Great Balls of Fire. Year. Yeah, there you go, Migos. Versus Slaughterhouse. I just want Vince McMahon to, like, watch the BET Awards because he's like, oh, I'm just trying to understand these <laughs> colors. And then... Oh, and then... And then... And then, like, he's he sees that and he's like, oh, I've got the WrestleMania main event here. Joe Budden wins the Royal Rumble. <laughs> you know, we laugh, but that's I I kind of think that's why there was a rap battle on Smackdown this <laughs> that's week that's probably why he was like I'm just trying to understand these reach out to these kids <laughs> these these younger demographics and their Vince weird don't, <laughs> don't say that word Vince <laughs> what, what word <laughs> I mean I mean I called John Cena at once oh, why can't I Oh, okay. We're backing out of this. I'm throwing this shit into reverse. And I am flirting. We're flirting it out of this. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Um, Speaking of beeping vehicles, there was an ambulance. That's also... That's oh, our yeah. segue of choice. Oh, yeah. Speaking of feuds of the year, uh, we have Roman versus Braun Strongman. And you know what? This will be fine. It'll be cool. Like you know what? These are two big sexy men just going at it. Just long hair, big beards, big muscles and big guts throwing each other around. I love it. It's great. Um in ambulance matches I don't know, kind of suck sometimes because the whole the problem is like it it doesn't the ending is always weird because it's like beat the shit out of each other. Beat the shit out of each other. If you're in the ring, you got to get out of the ring drag him to the ambulance or if you're by the ambulance you don't have the same ability it's just going to be like shitty brawling you know so you have mm. to get two good brawlers which fortunately these guys are pretty good at that sort of thing so um i remain optimistic um i'm not deathly excited but i think this is a pretty good use of both guys so raw this show made me excited for great balls of fire i am actually excited for that pay-per-view and this is the first go-home raw that I've seen that actually made me excited for a pay-per-view and there was some good segments because we've talked we talked Joe Lesnar obviously Roman Strowman but uh, I gotta give his credit we joked about it but Enzo Enzo talked pretty good he did yeah I mean just saying I mean I almost feel like he should have ended on just saying you're uh, you're a seven foot catchphrase that I wrote, wrote. yeah um, yeah you know, because that's that's a good fucking line. That's a good. Some one. some writer in the back was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did that." He's patting himself on the back. You know what? You deserve that. Well, I think you know the writer. Here's the deal. Here's the thing. You know, half the reason Rock was so good is that he was fucking tight, tight buddy buddies with Brian Gewurz, who wrote him good shit. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you have no better friend as a wrestler than a good writer, like, who will help you out and give you catchphrases. And I don't know how much help Enzo really needs getting catchphrases over, because he seems like he can do it kind of pretty simply at the drop of a hat pretty easily. But, um, mm. eh, you know? It's just... So the only the only match that I'm not looking forward to is Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. And oh. It's because the entire feud was basically over... Uh, a video game cover which admittedly is kind of a realistic thing for athletes to have beef with each other the problem is um it's Bray Wyatt that's the thing if it was like it wasn't the fact that hey you got picked for this cover and I didn't it's the fact that Bray Wyatt a hillbilly wrestler warlock is mad at Seth Rollins a wrestler Specifically of the storyline of the commercial he shot. You know yes. what I mean? There's a weird in-universe, out-of-universe dichotomy that's not working for me. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm having a lot of problems. I have a lot of bitterness with uh, that video game. And the main reason is because uh, they invited Steven Larson to go out and, like, preview that video game. And you know what? Why wasn't it us? Well, we're fat wrestling nerds, too. Um, and you know what? You can help us grow our fan base. Yes, come on. Think of that. Think, uh, wh- whoever made that game. Yeah, w, uh, 2K, 2K. 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 I didn't talk too much shit about Grand Theft Auto 4. So, like, come on, 2K, help us out. You love us. Come on. Like, we, we won't I don't, shit on your game much. Yeah, I don't know what else they publish besides that. Um, also, WWE, the 2K games for WWE aren't good. Cause there's been no better WWE game uh, than sh- we're trying to we're trying to get invited. Day of Reckoning. Day of Re- you know what, uh, guys? That, that was THQ, wasn't it? That was THQ and Ukes. Are, are they still? Do they still exist? No, you, uh, 2K bought the license off of them. No, Fuck. no THQ is it got went into bankrupt and auctioned off, and now a different company is calling itself THQ. Okay. So, uh, 2K, you should make Day of Reckoning, stuff of the Day of Reckoning engine. Yeah. You know what? And then we'll have sexy times with your mouth. I mean, it's still Ukes, I believe, but it's not good. Anyways, who cares? Fucking wrestling video games. Um, and I, yes, also, offer stands, we will fuck your mouth. Or you can fuck our mouth. I don't know. How does yeah. that work? You give us Speaking things of and then mouth we fuck being your mouth. fucked. Wait, no, uh, John Cena fucked America in the mouth. That's um, that's also not how that happened, and it's the next segment. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna pull it through. Why do we even need a break for this? Because Raw was so brief. John Cena can be on two shows. Why can't he yeah. be on the Raw? Why too? can't Why we, can't we just talk about him on the Raw part? John Cena to go doesn't give a fuck about show or yeah. boundaries or exactly the fucking roster rules. Hey, what's a draft? Superstar shakeup. Fuck, hey, Vince. Dude, can I go on Raw? What I'm trying to say here is John Cena came out on his birthday, Independence his, his Day. His birthday. Yes. John Cena. Our King. first president, John, John Cena, Cena, came out and he delivered a impassioned promo. About ab- America. About America and about how sexy Lady Liberty is and how he just wants to bend her over the table and... Uh, respect her and romance her and make sure that she gets equal pay too. Uh-huh. Yeah, give give us your poor, your tired, your hungry huddled masses. Oh yeah, bend over ladies. Shake them metal asses. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. John Cena flow back in style. Ooh. 
He fucked someone dressed up as Lady Liberty. What I'm trying to say is Rusev came out at dressed as the Statue of Liberty and they had sex in the ring. Did did we just did did someone switch the script with Vince fan fiction? Vince McMahon's fan fiction? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yes. I'm reading from Vince McMahon's oh, sorry. <laughs> fan fiction blog. Also, I want to stick leaves inside a girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it says here. <laughs> oh, I want to put leaves in her. <laughs> um, inside America. Oh, John Cena. Oh, he's. Got, I just want to put leaves inside. <laughs> he's got some. I can't say that sentence. <laughs> you can't. Oh, Vince has some things to work out. Um, oh man. <laughs> you know I'm what? I'm upset. I know it's terrifying. <laughs> That guy has some things to work through, but he has a T-Rex skull on his wall. So, you know what? He's probably our next supervillain. <laughs> probably put leaves in that, too. Your real-life supervillain. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, they're doing an old-school flag match at, at um, what's the next SmackDown pay-per-view? Uh, Battleground. Ba- Battleground. Backlash. Bloody Sunday. Bad Blood. Great Balls of Fire. Capital Carnage. They're saying that... Great Balls of Fire is going to be an annual pay-per-view. That's fine. It probably will. I don't know. It's dumb. But Cena in a flag match with Rusev at Battleground. And uh, flag matches suck. They're boring. They're never good. Also, this one's going to be the good one. Probably. Although, we've seen this feud before. We, we're just doing this feud over again because it's been a couple well, years. Well, because it's been a couple years and we're not doing anything with John Cena and we're not doing anything we're with Rusev. Yeah, we're especially doing nothing with Rusev. Although at least they're acknowledging he's from Bulgaria and not Russian. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. You know, because it's not, you know, he's he's not with Lana right now. We're having a tough time. But you know who is? <laughs> uh, yeah, Lana went full lesbian. Yeah, that happened. Like like a lot of great stars out there, uh, you know, who end up losing their wives to lesbianism. Yeah, that, um, did that... What? Did that happen? Is that... What? Did that... Did that happen? Oh. Is that a thing or is this a joke? Is that a funny joke we're talking about? Ha <laughs> ha, funny joke. Okay, cool. I mean, there's a lot of great stars like Lou Diamond Phillips, who... Yeah. Thanks, Uncle Lou. <laughs> Love you, Uncle Lou. It's... It's hard, I know. <laughs> Just don't get drunk and slap people. Because That's if we got to do, if we were talking, oh, no, uh, if we're talking about lesbian wrestlers, I can make a Glow joke. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, sure. Do uh, it. Like those ladies on Glow. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. I worked you know on what? that. I could have. I I practiced. Oh man, I just I wish I would have thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't hate Lana and Tamina as a pair because they're both not super great and probably better at talking and looking mean than they are actually wrestling. So I think this will work for both of them. Yeah. You know, um, and we've got Carmela to float. Tamina's got a super kick. I was going to put an adjective there, but Tamina's got, um, six feet to work with. (laughs) She's got a body. (laughs) Hey, that's, that's objectifying. Oh, yeah. She has a human form. She exhibits at six feet tall. She's got six feet, and they're all left feet. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that. Um, It'll be all right. Yeah, it's so, fine. also, uh, New Day and Usos had a rap battle. Which, shout out to 
nerdcore internet rap star super dude Mega Ran for getting up on Raw with his boy Xavier Woods. Yeah, that and, was pretty tight. And you know what? You know what? He got mentioned Even, on television and got to hold the trombone. He got to hold Francesca too. So good for you. Just because you're, you know, a charting artist doesn't mean you go unmentioned by us. You know what, Wale? You're like a better Joe Budden. Yeah. You're an old, old rap guy. People have heard of you, Wale, so. Yeah, like, I, you sure make that song you sure do make appearances on wrestling shows so good job wale good wale however that segment was pretty fucking great it was it was good you know i want the samoa joe john cena rap battle to happen yeah yeah because as we all know it was Samoa Joe what taught John to rap back in the day. So, mm. you know, that's their feud. I just wrote it for you. Good job. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. WWE, give me a call. That's right. Artie Evans, Jimmy Jacobs. You're let in me trouble. Just, let me just squeeze on right in there. I can do this. All right, oh, boys. Yeah. Have we considered they're fighting over hmm, a girl? Maybe money? No, no. No? Money? Not money? No. The pay window? You know what they're fighting over? What? They're fighting over... Acceptance. Yes. Love. From their dad. Yes. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Please love me. Um, yeah. That would be cool. And it was a good rap battle. And the Usos were so good that they had their best line cut from the YouTube highlights reel. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, remember that time that Xavier Wood fucked another man's girlfriend on camera on camera and it was on the internet and i watched it and it was weird (laughs) hey xavier great dick (laughs) great dick great good job (laughs) nice cucking is it i guess it is it's cucking okay i guess it is no judgment that's cool hey whatever floats your boat it was with what's his name uh, what's that guy's name? Beef mm. Wellington. Who was the guy that they mm. got rid of? Cuck master. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Anyways, good segment and good job on you, Megaran, for getting on Raw or SmackDown. Mm. Nice work. Um, Was there anything else on SmackDown or can we just put a bullet in its head? Yeah, no, let's move on, please. So, uh, before we begin our conversation on New Japan, I just want to apologize to females everywhere. Because you shouldn't ever be objectified. You know, the fact is is that, you know, I, I as a male uh, have been uh, basically hypnotized and brainwashed by the patriarchy since I was a small child. Uh, you know, this is, this is, I'm a victim of society just as you all are, and I'm going to try to use my privilege to do my little bit to move forward in these troubling times towards equality and we should not treat women like objects but I just want to say fuck I love boobs let's move on I would say there it is I was waiting for it where was the turn oh oh he got us oh oh he heel turned (laughs) boo boo 
Anyway, so uh, G1 special. Well, um, well, here's, we here's the problem when we talk about New Japan. It's usually very good, and uh, and so we have nothing to really talk about. I mean, yeah, the we don't make jokes because we're too busy legitimately enjoying this. So, but you know what? Just fucking watch it, because I'm not even going to go into any of these matches. I just want to say that Cody Rhodes, you're a piece of shit. You're the best heel. And you're fucking... I hate you. So You know what? It's not even about anything except I just hate your fucking face. And everyone else does too. Is... Is so... it? You know, there are guys who leave WWE where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm into them. I'm excited to see where they go. And they do not work outside of WWE's environment. Like Damien Sandow. Sandow was great and fun and funny. And the moment he went to TNA and they tried to make him serious, it didn't work. So then they turned him to like gorgeous George 2017 and it also didn't work and he just kind of quietly vanished and that's like well that was fucking disappointing um so I think the key is a guy with no expectations and no heat in WWE who actually turns out to be not garbage looks better by comparison exactly and Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes got to do uh, Wrestlemania Ring of Honor final battle and uh, the uh, battle for Los Angeles in one year and also is now the reigning world heavyweight champion of Ring of Honor. And got to wrestle Okada in a half-decent match. So you know what? You're doing pretty, pretty well for yourself. You're all right. So go fuck yourself, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no. He's, it was very funny because he was the only heel on this show. He doesn't even have a last name. That's why I hate him. That's dumb. I hate him. He should just change his name to Cody Rhodes. Ooh. Ooh, get out of here. Um, Ooh, I don't even like you. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you so bad they're gonna give you a name. Cody uh, uh, uh help me out here, I'm dying, Colin. Uh Cody Yeah, Cody, uh um uh 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 uh, 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 uh oh god. Uh, 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 um also go check out the, the main events of both shows you have to watch. Because the finals for the New Japan U.S. title with uh, Ishii and Omega was amazing. It's not like six star great, but it's fucking nearly five, you know? Because Omega's just that good. And also, my dude, Ishii bit a rope to prevent a suplex. That was the greatest counter I ever saw in my life. So, get New Japan, watch these two specials. Skip all the multi-mans except the Bullet Club on uh, day two. Yeah. Um, just, uh, it's just, good. Just watch it. Do we want to talk about Rocky Romero? I mean... He died. It's very sad. He's, he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. And Ricochet came out and was like, I'm the new Rocky Romero. I'm new Rocky Romero. I'm tall, lanky Rocky Romero. And uh, Lucha Underground is some dicks. Yeah. Uh, they, they're... Lucha Underground is just one big old floppy penis floating in the wind. Hey, floppy. That's another word. For soft. Moving on to uh, the other floppy thing. Great balls of fire. Hi, uh, so, uh, there's 
Vince, um, I, I, I came in here. Yes. Because, uh, the name of this pay per view. I just wanted to say. Yes. Um, are we? It's great. I just, I, I just wanted to tell you. Um, yes. A lot of people, uh, have thoughts. Go ahead. Tell me. They think it's amazing. You're welcome. It's the best idea you've had. Yes, it's so hip. I knew it. What is more popular with kids these days than the 1950s? And malted milkshakes, muscle cars, and world war. Fiery testicles. Yes. <laughs> Vince? Uh... Why are there two of you? Have you? <laughs> oh, oh! You mean me? <laughs> I found out. I learned how to give my raging id human form. It'll be great. He's my best friend. I love you. I love you, you. too. <laughs> oh, I want to put leaves in you. <laughs> Okay, we can't go to that well too often. <laughs> I love you. I love me too. More than AJ loves Flat Earth. Oh. Uh. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> uh. Just just trying to dig from that. Uh. Just, I'm going to... I just got to give it CPR just, real just, quick. <laughs> We're going to beat that dead horse. Live! Live, live Flat Earth! Live! <laughs> I think AJ has caught on to the fact he shouldn't talk about politics or his beliefs in person. <laughs> in listen, public. listen to me. Obama's going to steal your gun. He hasn't been president in months. Well, Obama. Listen to me. Here's the thing. Is that climate change. Y'all are... I, I mean, okay. So I get the name of this pay-per-view. We're talking about great balls of fire. And I get it. You're going to say that the earth is going to be a great ball of fire. But you know what? What's wrong with that? It's just what happens naturally from God, okay? This flat earth is going to be a fiery circle because I only believe in two dimensions. Great balls of fire is what happens when God gets the herb. It just, I don't understand. Better go look it up. It's probably in a Bible. If you look in the Bible, it said something about Jesus having the clap. Maybe and that is yeah, perfectly normal. It is probably gonorrhea. I don't know. Maybe syphilis. Okay, speaking of syphilis, Colin, on the highway, on the highway, there's a fucking, I can't believe this, there's, there's a billboard with some, um, with the lovely, what was it, uh, Hirok, I forget the name of the artist, but the classic Japanese wave image, you know that classic painting? Mm-hmm. There's that up there on the billboard, and it says in like the worst stereotyped Japanese font I can, I've ever seen, it says... A syphilis tidal wave. Go get checked at freestdcheck.org. I'm like... A tidal wave. A tidal wave of syphilis. Of syphilis. I didn't realize syphilis came in uh, oceanic uh, magnitudes. A tidal wave of syphilis. Yeah, it's pretty great. I think I found my next pay-per-view. Oh my god. It's the next gimmick match. We're gonna get Orton and Jinder on this. <laughs> in the... Steel cage of syphilis. You know, I say that, but there was an indie somewhere that had a the loser had to get injected with a with a with the AIDS virus. With the AIDS virus. <laughs> I swear to God, that was the thing. So the super AIDS match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's pretty bad. Uh, what are we talking about? Great balls of fire. 
So, uh, yeah, let's just... Ha-ha, testicle sex jokes. Let's get this over with. Yeah, uh, so Tozawa Neville. Um, I would like my boy Tozawa to win, but uh, I don't know, probably Neville. I got to figure they're building, they're waiting to build up Cedric to be the next big name in the cruiserweights. But I don't know. Maybe I don't they, know. Maybe that ship's passed. Maybe they finally move yeah. with Tozawa. I feel like it's over with. Because, I mean, anything is, is there anything as over as Tozawa just kind of indeterminately yelling? No, there's nothing else over. Because, like, Jack Gallagher isn't that over anymore. So just give him the damn title. Yeah. He earned it. Ha! He worked that in, and you know what? You, just you love it. it. Just give me Monster Express. Give me Monster Express. Well, so and I, they're kind of doing it with the Titus brand. I know, but that's the worst name. Although he's he's a great manager, I love Titus. So you know what? Maybe this is you know what what I, as a manager he's he's great, and as a wrestler he's big. Titus. He's tall. <laughs> he's large. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, all right, um, Colin, Ms. Ambrose, in uh, ten words or less, Ms. It's not like that, Ms. Who cares? This feud doesn't ever end. Good God, please God. Just end my life. Please, God. Please, God. <laughs> um, okay, so Enzo and Cass. Um, well, all right. See, I was afraid this was going to happen. Uh, there goes our best segment. Um, I don't know. There's no way Cass doesn't win this. You know what I mean? Like, if they, they want to go to all this trouble to try to build Cass as a dude that's worth paying attention to, then, uh, obviously, uh, he has to win, which means Enzo probably gets him on a fluke roll up. You know what? No. Enzo technically wins because Cass beats him up too hard. Yes. That's perfect. Cass gets DQ'd because he just keeps wailing on him. He keeps, that's my prediction. He keeps wailing on him. He keeps wallying on him. He keeps he just beats him to a to a a very a very um oh fuck Name a Wale song, go. No, I wasn't gonna name a Wale song. I was going to say ah oh, fuck a synonym for soft puddle. Oh <laughs> A puddle isn't soft. A, a, it's been a long day, people. Puddles are liquids and comedy is hard. Jokes are tricky. Anyway, thirty minute iron match, the uh, raw tag titles, the 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 bar versus the Hardy Boys. I no one calls them the bar, but I like that better than Shizaro, I've decided. Uh, yeah. I like that better because they're the bar with the thumb sideways. Uh, so I have a problem with thirty men, thirty minute Iron Man matches, is because, I mean, even before I was watching a lot of uh, New Japan, where lots of your big matches go at least thirty minutes. Yeah, where uh, basically the hour long match is had like, no falls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. The most recent one had zero falls. So here's the problem: you need to. For a 30 man Iron Man match, you need at least three falls. A 30 man? 30 man. 30. Oh my God. A 90 hour 30 man Iron Man match. A 30 minute Iron Man match. Your Iron Man, your Iron Man match needs at least three falls. One guy gets one, the other one, other guy gets one. And then the one to the rubber. You know what I mean? Because it's a sex joke. It's great balls of fire condom. Okay. So you need at least three falls. The problem is if you only have 30 minutes to do it, 
you have one fall every 10 minutes, which is like not necessarily bad. Uh, you could do a match in 10 minutes, but problem is our, I don't think three 10 minute matches are that fun to watch back to back to back immediately. So it's like, okay, do you have, you know, someone has to have win. So it's like, okay, do we do what a 20 minute match? And then someone gets two to nothing at the end. It's weird. So I've had a problem with always with short term Ironman matches. Cause if you're supposed to go long, go long, make it 60 minutes they wouldn't do it for these guys, so they just should have not done this stipulation. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Because the Hardys are going to go broken and go back on the chase. I was just about to say, uh, Matt is saying that he's convinced that after this pay-per-view, he's going broken. Well, um, so one of those falls could be they hit him with the chair and take a DQ loss and just beat the fuck out of him. They go one-to-one and it's a tight match, you know, and they just do that number. But the Hardys need to go broken. It's time. Because they've done the... They had their brief nostalgia title run. They've had a feud. Let's get all of... Get all of... Squeeze everything we can out of these classic Hardy boys. Take these 40-year-old men and have them act like they were when they were in their 20s. Oh, even though Matt's back is fucked to hell and back. you can just see his back and knees are screaming with yeah. every step. I mean, I hear them. I hear the. I hear <laughs> the. I hear the cracks through the television. It's, They're not even cracks. It is actual shouts from his knees. It's terrifying. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the bar. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because um, I like those guys. Because I have a feeling that they're gonna turn the revival face. Why? Uh. I just, just the way that they've been intervening backstage, like, what are they going to do with them? And they need the titles. What are they going to do with? Yeah, it's well, it's weird because they, they weren't doing anything and then they were gone. They came in. They're going to be the anti-heroes. They came in hot and then what's his face got his mouth busted up and it was all weird. And yeah, it's a mess. Who knows? We'll see. Um, you want to talk raw women's? Um, yeah, so uh, we got Bliss, Bliss versus Banks. Uh, real quick, I just want to say, there was a rumor that Bailey's turning heel. Oh my god. Anyway. I don't even understand how that works. Me either. I'm gonna hug you to death. I'm gonna... Anyway. Um, so we got Bliss versus Banks. Colin. Who wins? Her new best friend would be Emma. <gasps> There you go. Dun dun. Dun dun. Here we stand. Dodo's broken in two. 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 Yeah. Good. Uh, I don't know the reference, Colin. What was that? Someday love will find you. Oh. Break those chains that bind you. So we're still talking about uh, Toto. Good. <laughs> Our continuing Toto segment from last week. One night will remind you. Uh, Bliss and Banks is probably going to be a good match because both the girls are pretty good and pretty athletic. So like... I'm I think it's kind going to be exci- Banks. I'm going to be excited. Uh, mm, because mm. you got to set up for Naya. 
you got to set up for Naya uh, because if you let Bliss go on too long, that gets troublesome, and there are no other good faces. And I'm not unconvinced that Naya is just the big show and drag. Well, it's Naya. It's Naya Jacks now. I'm just going to say they're both very pretty. I would watch, I would look at Big Show uh, pose in swimsuits on the beach as a plus size model. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Mm, yeah. Especially with how svelte he looks. He has gotten down It's the svelte show! Also, we've done that gag too. I know, but it's still so old. Yeah, so, I don't know. Banks makes sense because it's time to shift to the only over face having a bunch of heels lining up for her until one of the other new heels turns face or something. And she kind of deserves it after getting the the shite end of that Charlotte feud. You deserve it. Clap, 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 clap. Um, so, Wyatt well, Rollins. Um, don't care at a 10. Who gives a fuck? My God, two guys. We already know who's going to win this. Oh, we do? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Silly me. Do you really have to think about this? Um... No. Man, has there been anyone so mishandled than okay. Bray Wyatt? So one, Bray Wyatt's a loser. Two, two, Seth Rollins has his face on a video game cover. Three, the feud is literally about his face being on that video game cover. So, guess who's losing? <laughs> the fans. <laughs> exactly, everyone. Strowman Reigns. Yeah, this will be cool. It's going to be Braun Strowman. Prop, well, wait. I hope so. Prop, wait. Wait. So, here, um, okay, so here's the thought. Uh, do we do Strowman-Lesnar now, or do we do Strowman-Reigns, or Lesnar-Reigns again, to get that out of the way, so it could be John Cena? Because here's what I think. I think, I feel like Vince wants to do, he's looking at WrestleMania 35 matches. Wait, 35, 34, whatever. New Orleans, WrestleMania, New Orleans, 37, 40. We're looking at, I don't know what year it is, Colin. And for next WrestleMania, Reigns defending against John Cena, looking to beat Reigns to beat Ric Flair's world title record is a fucking money match for WrestleMania that I don't think Vince can resist. So I feel like that's what they're going for. I feel like that is now kind of penciled in as maybe let's look at this. So I think that accelerates your timeline. I think Reigns takes this because Strowman will still be over. They'll do Strowman Lesnar later. I think Reigns needs to get the title off of Lesnar sooner rather than later to build up for this John Cena heat. Because they like lawn mm. builds with John Cena. Um, and he's got a couple of dream matches to get out of the way for the rest of the year before they do this. So, yeah, I can see that. I think Reigns has spent a decent amount of time kind of out of the title picture. So I think we started heating and back up for it, which I'm not really excited for, but Hey, that's cool. You do you Roman. I think I don't know, because I could see it either way, and I feel like it just depends on if they're going to stick to the original plan or not. 
Um, since the original plan is uh, Lesnar reigns for the title at Mania, right? Uh, yeah, and that also means it would be Strowman Lesnar at SummerSlam, which is a real good match. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like those are both some serious options here. Um, you need somebody with A-list appeal to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, so it either has to be John Cena or it has to be Brock Lesnar. I feel like um, Cena, because we have seen at least a Lesnar-Reigns match, and that was already a thing, so I feel that like... That was already a thing at a WrestleMania. Yeah. Which is why it's very possible it's going to be SummerSlam, and that would make more sense and... Truth. Everybody would probably be a little more... Well, I don't know, because then we'd be stuck with Reigns on the title... Unless they do something else. Like maybe say, I don't know, Joe Reigns 3, where Reigns finally beats Joe for the title. Because maybe, we maybe do, Joe beats Lesnar? Or we just have Joe fight Lesnar several times. You know, I could even see, oh, what about this? What about a triple threat with Lesnar, Joe, and Reigns? Because they're still talking about extending that feud. Well, so it's, yeah, we've sort of segued back into the next card on the match, the main event, but... um. But ultimately what I'm saying is I'm going to stick with my thing because I feel like we need to disagree on something. So I'm going with that. What did you say? Strowman. Oh. Oh, yeah, I feel like Reigns. I don't know. We'll disagree on this for so sure. So Lesnar, Samoa Joe. Uh, listen, keeping the title on Lesnar because they need to get the Cena and Reigns pieces in order makes all the sense in the world. Uh, it seems to be exactly where they're going. However, I think Joe has done a lo- himself a lot of good from basically being a kind of over semi, you know, upper main eventer that kind of didn't really do anything to like getting pretty fucking exciting for this matchup. Kind of out of nowhere. Uh... I think Joe's helped the stock out. I don't... I don't know. I don't know if they've gotten long-term hope in him, but they did let Styles carry the title for about a year. Or most of a year, mm-hmm. you know? They're clearly... on ...older guys from outside companies if they prove their worth. And I think Joe, from his time in NXT in this feud, has proven that he's he could be at least a good short-term. It'd be a nice little pop, wouldn't it? It would be quite a good little pop. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it, but I am going to say I want Joe to win. I do want Joe to win. Well, and here's the deal, is the way that you extend this out and still have everything be all right in the world Yeah. Um, to build up to and to justify Lesnar reigns mm. is you have Joe win at the pay-per-view. Uh, Lesnar fights him the next night. Uh, on Raw and then wins and then it's holy shit these guys are like canceling each other out and then on the third rematch it suddenly Reigns is in the picture hmm hmm Reigns asserts himself into that feud do we like that idea for a one night title run um I am okay with that because of the feelings everybody's going to have both nights. Yeah, it feels fairly inevitable that he's not going to win, so it'd be a cool pop 
if Joe could take it home and then Lesnar, because it would at least be a big title change on television. That might spike ratings. We'll see. Probably wouldn't be the next night. Might be the next week. You know, they'd have a week to build if it up. They, if they did it the next night. Because you night. never see a Lesnar match on television. Well, but you make that like, like that night Paul Heyman. Yeah. You know, says something like, you know, this win was bullshit. Yeah. Um, because all you got to do is just have Joe cheat a little bit. Maybe. He edges out something. Yeah, he know? gets edge. He gets edge. He pulls out an edge. Edge, what's he doing here? Fuck! <laughs> you just you just picked up Adam Copeland and threw him onto Brock Lesnar. Oh, no. Outside interference. That'd be cool. Anywho, um, I'm excited for this pay-per-view. You know, it's a good job. Of course... Of course, the fucking pay-per-view in Dallas that I can't go to is actually shaping up to be pretty decent. so go figure. Hey, I'd rather have good TV, even if I can't go catch it live. So, um, all right. Uh, I think we're done here. Oh, yes. All right. Well, we're going to be right back because we got a favorite, least favorite, Stables. Our go home segment, Colin. I texted you about this a couple weeks ago. Told you to marinate on it. Favorite, least favorite stables. How this works for any of us who uh, uh, don't remember, Colin. Your three favorite stables throughout wrestling history. Your three least favorite. Doesn't necessarily have to be comprehensive. Just three tops, three bottoms. A couple of honorable mentions if you want to throw in some names that didn't quite fit. Here are the rules. A stable must consist of at least three people who compete semi-regularly. No full-time managers. Road Warriors will not count with Paul Ellering as their manager. That's not a stable. That's a tag team and a manager. I don't care if it's a man. Okay. I know. Could be a mix of intergender, intersex tag matches. So the kings of wrestling would count because Sarah Del Rey did wrestle pretty regularly. So would the question, would the uh, Hardys count? Would Team Extreme count? Team Extreme would count. And the Dudleys would count, the yes. The Dudleys would count because larger stables, you, if you can, you, can, uh, you can define certain eras of sub-stables that kind of work together. I think one of these you mentioned might kind of come up again. Um, we'll talk about it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. if long-running many iterations, you can also select a specific era. Yeah, okay. So, like, you know, the early era of the Four Horsemen or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Colin, so, would you like to go first? Your, sure. Your number three least favorite stable ever. My number three least favorite stable. I'm going to go with the Ministry of Darkness. Oh, really? Yes. See, those seem like those would be kind of... They were actually probably my shit more than your shit, because they were just a big bunch of goofs standing around with fun gimmicks there were a bunch of see here's the thing is that and and this is for uh two of them on my list uh and in a way i guess all three of them if you really want to think about it but the last one is going to be a little controversial what's up um so uh here's the thing is that the ministry of darkness it's not about what it was in a sense but about how it ended you know what i mean okay by merging into the the corporate ministry? 
Yes. Oh, that was a bad stable. Well, and that's ultimately kind of where I'm going with this, is that, like, the ministry itself was a fun thing of just a bunch of goofs, but, yeah. I mean, also, I find it overrated, ultimately. Like, these just weren't my guys, and that was... It's so... Yeah. No, I can see that, but how do you hate on Taker and the Brood? The only good parts of that, because the rest were, what, the Acolytes? Yeah. Mabel and... The Alkalites and Mabel are and just Midian. trash. Oh, God, and Midian is the worst fucking part of that. <laughs> Midian was a cool name. Yeah, for a not cool guy. No, not a cool guy. He was a pig farmer that got turned into a Satanist. Um, Everything about, like, okay, so it's like the brood and taker are okay. Um, and, but you notice how that's the only one everyone really mentions? Because they're exactly. the only really good parts? Everybody kind of forgets. Because the acolytes weren't good till they became the APA. Okay, yeah. Because one, fuck Bradshaw. Uh, fuck Bradshaw. Two, fuck Mabel. Damn. And three, fuck Midian. Fuck them all to death. Man, that sucks. Because Viscera died. And ultimately, we're the, because yeah, we can talk about the corporate ministry, but. When they were still the Ministry of Darkness, the last moment of that is it was me, Austin. How do you how do you hate that, <laughs> Colin? How do you hate that? If you need one of the greatest moments, distilling Vince's rampant ego and complete lack of storytelling sense, <laughs> like that I, that is that is there is no more banner moment than that. I've been watching a lot of 98, 99 WWE because he threw himself into so much. The ministry thing was yeah. Vince's. Yep. And then the next year he, he ends up booking himself to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I mean, he was a good heel for Austin, but you didn't have to be, you don't have to put your dick in everything. Oh, well. Oh, he put his dick. Okay. Into a lot of things. Oh, well, you know, least of all his wife. Uh, my my number three least favorite stable. I think we've talked about this, Colin. My disdain for them should be very apparent. Mm-hmm. From largely the same era is too cool. Turn it up. Fuck those guys. <laughs> they had one good thing, and it was the worm. That's it. I fucking I don't I, I don't understand why you would hate on that. What? No, the worm's fine. The worm? The worm is fine. Scotty Tuhati is the least offensive, but here's the, the most deal. electrifying movie here's sports the deal. entertainment. Here's the deal. Grandmaster Sexay, Brian Christopher is a non-entity. He is actively a detriment on that company. And that's why they let him go first, because he was hard garbage, human trash. His dad is human trash. Garbage family. They're terrible. I can't even remember his name. Rikishi. Fatu. Rikishi. Uh actively terrible you know what I mean not good His he was over because he stuck his butt in people's faces and that's it that's it that's what they had going for it hey, bad bad dumb he garbage, was bad. fun he was fun but not good and Scotty Tuhati I appreciate that they got a bunch of jobbers over and gave him stuff to do for several years hey they all danced and that's fun they danced poorly. They had one over move. They were bad. I hate them. Their music was terrible. They couldn't dance. They were garbage. Bad, bad, bad. 
Scotty was merely passable. Get out of here. Number three, mm. most favorite. Number three, most favorite. Um, Oh. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns and his two best friends. Roman Reigns and Vince McMahon. That was a good stable. Too short-lived, yes. but that probably helps them. Well, yeah, they didn't have an opportunity to go bad. Yeah. Um, The Shield was I pretty mean, good. I mean, what else can you say? He's... They fucking came from the crowd, dude, in fucking riot gear. They came from the crowd in riot gear out of nowhere. They didn't have explanations, and they were fucking badasses for how long? A year they went undefeated? They were a fucking... And they were good. They were like, everyone covered each other's weaknesses. Rollins was good. Reigns only mm -hmm. had to work one-third of a match, and Ambrose was motivated. So, like, everyone brought what they needed to. You know, was, everyone played to their strengths. It was good. It was really good because if you have Reigns just be the hot tag, he was Ooh. good as hell at it. It was it was uh, it was choice, and I'm sad that they ruined it so quickly. And they also turned the wrong man, right? Yes. Am I wrong? Like I know they everyone wanted. Roll Why did you make Rollins? Rollins is a good shit heel, but the problem is is that he does he wrestles too much like a face he's got so many high spots you know mm -hmm. he's too exciting you should have just turned Ryan's Ugh. Colin hmm. my number three favoritist yes um oh, what order do I put these in okay we'll do it like that I think my number three favorite not necessarily an all comprehensive and all time thing but right now it's Los Ingobernables de Hopon Okay, nerd. I know I'm a nerd. Listen, but here's the thing. Here's what I really enjoy about them. Their hair. They're, they've got great hair. Let's be honest. It's it's entirely because of Sonata. If I could mm -hmm. be Sonata with this, no exaggeration, probably an 18-inch mohawk, he's so fucking choice. No, they are a very good unit. Um, I Everyone is wholly distinct, and there's four good guys in there like the only one that's mildly boring is Bushi but even he's merely passable you know like Takahashi is this weird punk band wearing punk jacket band wearing motherfucker yeah I don't need to say anything about Naito he's the greatest Sonata I wish I could be him and evil how do you hate a man with a barbed wire singlet that just goes by the name evil it's so good Cool gimmick. Everyone is complimentary but distinct. They have it's just a a, uni, a unified, awesome, distinct package there. Yeah, um, I can't I can't hate on that except I can. You fucking nerd. I well, you know what? Who the guilty? Hell, who the hell cares? And get out of my fucking Cheerios. Get off my wrestling podcast, you wrestling nerd. Oh wait! Oh wait! Anyways, um, good. so number two, least favorite, least favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Nexus. Oh, okay. Let's let's put a pin in them because they will come up here in a minute. Mm -hmm. But the Nexus is a very solid choice for reasons we'll. I have a feeling we'll be getting into very shortly. Oh yes. All right. So, number two least favorite, Zach. Colin, do you remember when TNA was on television? 
in those salad days, the Halcyon era of 2005 when they finally got their Spike TV deal. Yeah, that that the the fucking X Division and was on fire. Yep. It was um, good. My favorite one of my favorite wrestlers ever, Raven, was the heavyweight champion doing all his shit. Uh, and I loved Abyss. Yeah, Abyss was great, but then uh the human cold sore, Jeff fucking Jarrett came in, won the titles, and made one of the worst stables I hated in all my life. Planet Jarrett, number two. Ooh. Ooh, because it was Jeff Jarrett. New, 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 new is my world. Running the company with the title belt. Garbage piece of trash. With America's Most Wanted, who were a great face team that turned heel kind of out of nowhere. Um, and Abyss as bad guy, again, for the first time in a while. Mm. Yeah, it was just bad because it was not... They weren't super compelling... And, well, I mean, Jeff Jarrett. I can just stop there. Just Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. They also turned America's Most Wanted. Turned America's Most Wanted into heels I wasn't enjoying. Brought on Abyss wasn't as super great as a heel. And, but uh, Jeff Jarrett yeah, smashing guitars. That was... Okay, that was fun, but still Jeff Jarrett. It's uh, it's uh, water from a poison well with Jeff Jarrett. So that's that. All right, man. Your number two favorite. My number two favorite. Um, Evolution is a mystery. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised all of your choices aren't um, Triple H stables. Evolution was good. It was good. Uh, It was bad because it let Triple H dominate too much of television. But But you know what? Shut up, nerd. Because we got Ric Flair... Uh, being introduced to uh, 12-year-old me. It was one of the most successful uh, stables at what it was attempting to do, which is to make two new guys for the immediate future in the company. Batista is a bad motherfucker, and, and Randy Orton, Orton is... still haunts the company to this very day. Yes. So if nothing else, it worked at getting him over. So, yeah, I'll give you that. They also had a really good song. They really did, because you know what? Motorhead Lemmy is fucking God, and that's pretty much all that I remember about Evolution from when I was 12, and that's all that mattered when I was 12. Girls kissing on kissing on them in PG-13 manner, everyone's in suits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good job, 12-year-old you. Woo! Rest in power, Lemmy. Rest, Woo! In, rest in power, Evolution. So, number two favorite? Uh... I swear to God, if it's something else from New Japan, you're going to be like fucking Dave Meltzer. Uh, it's about the Dudley Boys. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so specifically, get the tables. Yeah, specifically, I've watched a little bit. I've gone back, thanks to the network, and watched a little bit of the ECW era back when they had Sign Guy and Big Dick and um, Joel Gertner doing their thing. Um, it's very fun. They they were kind of on television. They were kind of too. They they became too big of an act for that company, and dominated programming kind of as they were leaving the company. But um, it was it was a really good act, you know. Like mm-hmm. both those guys have proven, well, Bubba and Devon have been to been a successful, robust tag team. Um, and I've enjoyed when they've brought in uh, Spike Dudley with them. So that's a, that's kind of the trio. I'm really looking at. skilled. And you know what? Uh, I've been watching. 
just Royal Rumbles in consecutive years. Yeah. Uh, I've been on that trend. And they've been, like, the first or second match of, like, you know, several Royal Rumbles in a row from, yeah. like, the 90s to the early 2000s. And every fucking match is so exciting. Yeah. And like, them versus Edge and Kristen. Them versus Team Extreme. Yep. And you know what? It's always been a fucking thrilling match. And they were no joke in any of them, you know? They were just as hardcore as Team Extreme. They were... Um, and took just as many risks. They they were fun. They were over. They had established spots. Um, I still think the 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 table bump, you know, is is fun. And frankly, there is no better tag team finisher out there. I think than the three D. Frankly, that still is my most one of my most favorite things to watch live. You know, because you just see somebody gets a flapjack into an RKO. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it was great. Not all of it translates. Some of it is kind of of its time. You know, the what's well, up headbutt is sort of stupid, but... Well, and uh, the the Bubba the Bubba Buster, the Bubba Slam or whatever it's called. The Yeah, Bubba Bomb was a terrible Bubba bomb. dumb finish. But, yeah, but. Um, yeah, frankly. Oh, and watching, um, watching goddamn Spike get thrown into things and into people and off of things, especially in classic ECW, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm, nice. It's very nice. Good and tasty. All right, Colin. So number one. Uh, you want to do, you got any honorable mentions you want to get out of your way for least favorites? You know what? No, I'm just going to dive in because you know what? This is some hot fucking takes. Hot takes. Number one least favorite stable, DX. Yeah, okay. All right, let's hear it. Lay it down. Okay, so you know what? I'm just going to break it down straight up. Break it down. I'm going to do it just like Max Landis did. Because it's not... I mean, H was not a main event player. And I mean, I'm talking I'm talking after Michael's left, right? After he's out on injury. So we got H, who was a nothing guy. And, I mean, he was just fucking the boss's daughter. And he did a lot of roids and he looked good. And then we got Mr. Ass... Whose gimmick is, I have a butt. Hey, you shut up. That man had a not that great a match with Hiroshi Tanahashi. And then we have X-Pac. How do you forget Road Dog? And Road... So... Who are these people? What do they do? I don't know. Who are... No, nobody... They're just jobbers and they gave them something to do and all they did was just kind of do suck it. They went suck it, wore green, and were stupid. And it was fucking dumb. And you know what? It... It made an interesting transition for H into something else when it ended, but it was a means to an end. Um, and it's not... There's a good era DX, and you know what? That era DX was not a stable. It was a tag team. It was a tag team when oh. they also had that hot minute that Rick Rude was the manager. <laughs> so... You know, that, that's how I see it. I see it as you have to go into kind of technicalities here. Yeah. And it's like, there was a good DX, but the actual stable DX was garbage. Yeah, I never liked and it. And people, people like, still talk about it like, oh yeah, it was great. No, it wasn't. That was not good Triple H. They had some fun segments. They had some memorable segments, you know? Mm-hmm. But for every time that they, as overexposed as this fucking moment was... It's at least fun marketing PR. It's good content. 
where they drove a tank to the arena for WCW. That's charming. Uh, there's a moment where they all went in blackface to make fun of the Nation of Domination, so... Not okay. Not good, which, you know, honorable mention to the Nation of Domination. Yeah. That was a very bad idea. Um, mm. cool. All right. My number one least favorite, Colin. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get some honorable mentions in the way, though. Go for it. Uh, quick shout-outs to my boys in Ring of Honor. Search and Destroy. You take the Motor City machine guns and you stick them with some New Japan Young Lions and Jonathan fucking Gresham, who I haven't seen much of, but every time I see him, he botches the fuck out of stuff, so good job. Leo Rush is pretty good, though, so I guess that takes some points off. And also, honorable mentions to um, his least favorite to Raven's Flock, The Nest, Serotonin, all those things. Because you take one good idea and do it a million times over, uh, you eventually fucking and, kill it. Yeah, and it's, you know, it was always okay. It was never, like, great. No, it was never good, and they kept doing it, and it got bad. So, number one, least favorite stable of all time, my man, The Nexus. Holy fuck. Holy God. The biggest The biggest mistake. wasted fucking opportunity. Wasn't well, a mistake. Well, it was a mistake. The whole thing became a mistake, but... They wasted the opportunity. These were good wrestlers. Well, a lot of them. Were. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they should have just fired Mike. They should have fired Michael Tarver on night one instead of Daniel Bryan. But, uh, yeah, you had a bunch of guys come out that could have been relatively good. Only what four of them are left over. Um, you missed. It was a fucking hot as fire intro that got wasted. Um. And they got, I mean, everyone talks about it. Mealy jobbed out to John Cena. That whole deal proved to be clowns. Wade Barrett never did anything. All the players on the undercard, you know, uh, Justin Gabriel and um, uh, Skip Sheffield became Ryback, all that stuff. Mm. They wasted all the Nexus heat. They hung around too long, tried to redo them. That was terrible. And then the redo was... Was... Yeah, well, they had Punk, so that helped, but ultimately, you know, he was destined for bigger and better things, and they weren't allowing the Nexus to be that, and they tried to redo it on SmackDown, but that was such a, a dead-on-arrival anyways. Just, just, yeah. Let's just get John Cena with the shovel. Oh, John Cena. I got the... I'm gonna bury him. Yeah, so that was bad. Uh, Colin, your number one favorite stable. Honorable mentions, if you got them. Honorable mentions. Uh, chaos. Oh, okay. Sure. Um. Also, uh, let's see who else. Let's uh, let's just throw in some uh, some little creds here. How about uh, how about the four horsemen? How about the the Heart Foundation? Yeah. How about uh, I don't know anymore because I'm not an old fuck. Uh, how about uh, the Wyatt family? Uh, how about uh, uh, the Von Eric family? Uh, how about uh, the Hart family? Uh. uh, okay. So get out of here. Yeah, get out. Get out of here, guy. Get out of here. You're number old one. People, you old squares. Say it. So my number one, my my number one in my heart. If it's who I think it is, let me join you. Can we say it at the same time? Uh, Let's say it at the same time. Three. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Titus International. What? Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs>
I love Bullet Club. It actually was Titus Bu- International. That's good. Anyway, no, um, no, Bullet Club is my number one too. They are my, f- they are very fun, very enjoyable. I mean, they're beyond overdone. You know what I mean? Like they're, they are already kind of stale. I'm not calling them fresh, but you know what? God damn it! If it isn't enjoyable, they have enough talent in there to keep it fun, even when it's yeah. and can an I, old inside joke. Now, can I specifically tacit into uh, the elite? And the reason why I say that is, like, these guys don't wrestle on matches together that often. But you know what? They have a funny internet show together. And that counts for something. Yeah. I gotta give them. I gotta give. If for nothing else, I respect the Young Bucks for their fucking hustle. Those boys know how to work harder than I ever will in my life. So and you know what? And they shook some hands with some people at Hot Topic, and now they're gonna be rolling in money. Shook some babies, kissed some hands. Wait. Um... Yeah, they got a t-shirt now. Now I can go buy a Bullet Club shirt at my nearest Hot Topic um, instead of having to order it from some dumb internet store like a loser. But why would I go into Hot Topic? I don't want to go outside, and also I'm not 13. Well, that's true. However, uh, Bullet Club, too sweet me. Yeah, it's kind of over over and done, but a lot of the guys in there are just as fun, so who cares? Um, that's also my number one, so let me throw out some quick honorable mentions here, my dude. Um, mm-hmm. Let me also say Raven's Nest, The Flock, and Serotonin. Actually, Serotonin was bad, so let me just say Raven's Nest, Raven Flock, for honorable mention for good, because even though they killed it, it was still good at points. Um, yep. I will also say uh, Generation Next for Ring of Honor because I don't think there's been a stable that has had a better hit rate for people that went on to be important, basically. Um, guys that I liked, because it had Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, Austin Aries, Jack Evans, Roderick Strong, and, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting one more. I think that's it. And, yeah, that's it. So it's just, it was Roderick Strong, Yeah. Everyone that came through that group wound up being something big in Ring of Honor, and coincidentally, and a lot of them still years later are being a big thing in WWE or TNA or kind of wasted in Ring of Honor, but still. Generation X is good for quite a while. What also, about, what about like that? What was that one stable that like Kevin Owens was doing or Kevin Steen? Uh, there were a couple, but you're probably thinking of Scum? Yes. Yeah garbage fucking name good people though yeah because i think it was it was owens owens i think jimmy jacobs was there for a little while and steve carino and owens carino was a pair if nothing else also let's talk uh straight edge society you want to talk about honorable mentions Mm -hmm. that was good again that hot minute they were actually around um sort of wasted it was basically carried on punk's back but it did remake luke gallows so that's something and it was the last time Joey Mercury wrestled as, as his own character. And, you know, it just reminds me that CM Punk needs to come back to wrestling and just join the Bullet Club. Yeah, CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Who would you rather see lead the Bullet Club, CM Both. Punk or Daniel Bryan? They should just get in a feud with each other and fight each other over they sh- the Bullet Club. It should club. be <laughs> Daniel Bryan and CM Punk both join the Bullet Club in one night, and suddenly it's a four-way dance for who rules the Bullet Club between those two, Omega and Cody. Oh, that's a good match. Cody, uh, er, um, uh, 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 
Mm, mm, I should probably just change my names to Rhodes already, huh? Ooh, uh, uh, mm, uh, and the American Nightmare, Cody. Good, that's a good title, but you still need a fucking last name. Just go by the American Nightmare or get a last name, you dolt. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. All right, well. Well, this has been Five Forever. This has been Five Forever. Thank you for st- staying with us, listening, loving the product. If you like what, what you're doing, tell a friend. Maybe find someone who wrestling and says, hey, wrestling, here's some guys who do a podcast. They're you're funny. With, you're, with, you're with your girl, right? You're with the girl. You say, hey, baby. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. Let How me, about... Let me put, put something on, some, on. Yeah, put on some candles. Let's put on some nice... Me, 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 moody, uh, nice uh, boys. Some nice moody, uh, moody boys. I got the bag of leaves. Let's just go uh, to town. All right. <laughs> and, uh, and to the tune of Fight Forever. Like, comment, and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Not that we use Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're on SoundCloud. All at Fight Forever Pod. Um,. Tell Steven Larson about us. <laughs> tell them to you know, bring us with them next tell, time they go to... A, tell Steven Larson. I just want to be friends with those guys. They, they seem like grumpy old men, but I, probably I want, cool dudes. I want them to be my gay dads. You know what I like about them? <laughs> that they don't like Bret Hart, because I've never really yeah. got Bret Hart either. So. I didn't either, but you know what? I, what I like about them is just the Larson's beard. That's it. It's... I don't like Steve at all. Fuck you, Steve. (laughs) Dude's a dick. That's right. You heard me. You heard me, Steve. That's right. We're starting a feud. We're doing this. It'll be great. What kind of name is Steve? But you know what, Larson? You're okay. It'll be like Cornet and Russo, except a million times worse because nobody knows who we are. (laughs) Nobody knows either of us. Nobody knows anybody. (laughs) Um, Yes. Find us there. Tell a friend. Share the podcast. Keep an eye out for our upcoming Patreon. Uh, the music swelling up under my voice right now is Red Wire and all of our inner title music. This episode has been brought to you by Mo Goodley. As it always is. As always, that's never changing. Uh, Colin, have you got any parting words of wisdom? So, uh, when the new day turns uh, 80, um, are they going to be called the... The old day. Uh, no, the octogenarian day. Oh, I come up with the words. And I do all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> you tried. Yeah. Gold star. <laughs>